When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Viola Davis leads an elite team of warriors in the latest film hitting theaters this weekend, and I've got my review right now. This review is brought to you by Raycon. Go to buyraycon.com and use the code MERL15 to get 15% off your order. And stay tuned till the end of this episode for more info. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my review for The Woman King, a movie that got a rapturous response from the Toronto International Film Festival. But like most movies that come off of the film festival circuit, I think that perhaps the praise is a little overhyped. That's nothing new. And it's really not so bad when it comes to this movie because I still found it to be very enjoyable. It's just that you get that overhyped thing that you hear from many different film festivals. The Woman King is directed by Gina Prince-Bythewood, whose previous film was Netflix's 2020 act breakout The Old Guard. The movie takes place in the early 1800s in the African kingdom of Dahomey, a flourishing West African society under the rule of a new King Gezo, played by John Boyega. The might of Dahomey, however, is in its elite all-female fighting force, the Agoje, led by Viola Davis as the hardened general Nansika. Tired of living under the heel of the Oyo tribe, Nansika and the Agoje warriors battle back against their enemies, as well as the Oyo's practice of capturing and selling other Africans as slaves. And this is really where we have to kind of discuss the real-world conversation around the woman king, because this has been something that's come up since the film was announced. It's been an established historical fact for quite some time that the Dahomey kingdom did also participate in the African slave trade, and most recently, especially with the movie now being in theaters, there have been many calls on social media, particularly to boycott this film, because it is an inaccurate portrayal. Many people saw it as a glorification of people that were, in fact, slave. And let me say, first of all, that I think the debate around the movie's accuracy historically regarding the Dahomey Kingdom and the slave trade is an important discussion and one that should definitely be had. But I've also seen some sentiments, particularly on social media, from people saying that this movie should be boycotted because it overlooks the Dahomey's role in the slave trade, that it does not acknowledge it. And let me say, having seen the movie, and a lot of people on social media that call for boycotting movies haven't actually seen them, I can tell you that the Dahomey role in the slave trade is a driving force behind many of the story points in this film. The Dahomey's involvement in the slave trade is a key point of disagreement between Nansika and King Gezo throughout the film, and Viola Davis's character in this film clearly spells out the immorality of Africans selling other Africans as slaves many times over. So to say that this movie ignores the Dahomey slave trade issue is wholly inaccurate. As for the historical accuracy of the movie itself, this would not be the first time a movie has been attacked for glossing over inconvenient details in order to paint a person or a group of people as the hero of the film. And again, I think this is a debate that should be had. But if you have reservations about this movie and about the Dahomey's role in the slave trade, I would encourage you, don't just listen to the social media chatter because there is a lot of bad information floating out there and a lot of takes that are just flat 
out wrong. So if you want to know more, I encourage you to find out more on your own and make your own determination about whether you choose to see this movie. Let's move on though to the elements of the film itself. And I don't know if you've heard this, but Viola Davis is a pretty good actor. She is great in this movie. I actually think she's one of these performers who risks being undervalued simply because she's outstanding in everything that she's in. When it rains, our ancestors weep for the pain we have felt in the dark hulls of ships bound for distant shores. Davis is not afraid to portray a general who is invincible to the world, yet vulnerable and private. She bears the physical and mental scars from a life of war and pain, and Davis knows exactly which note to play from scene to scene, including one plot twist that I honestly found a little soap opera-esque, and the movie really could have sagged under the weight of it with an actor that was not as good as Viola Davis, but she is able to sell that moment. As great as Viola Davis is, though, the revelation for me in this movie was Tuso Mbedu, who plays Nawi, a new recruit to the Agoje. I have not seen Tuso Mbedu in anything before, but I thought that she was outstanding in this role. We see the Agoje through her eyes, and she's able to express the fear, the pride, the strengths and weaknesses of her character in what I found to be a very profound way. It is a pretty tough task to have to share the screen with an actor of Viola Davis's caliber in your first major motion picture role. Role. But I think that Tuso Mbedu not only is up to the task, for me, she was the standout performance in the film. And that's not to denigrate Viola Davis's performance or anybody else's. I think that she's just that great. They tell us stories about the Agoji, that you have magic. You look like a regular old woman to me. Lashana Lynch also makes a big impact as Nawi's mentor Izoke, a fierce warrior who embodies the Agoje spirit of never backing down from a challenge. Her ferocity is all we need to know to understand the spirit of this army. Gina Prince-Bythewood is a really interesting directorial choice for this movie. Prior to The Old Guard, she wasn't really known for action at all. She was known mostly for smaller films like The Secret Life of Bees and Love and Basketball. And yet here she's able to paint a picture of daily horror and ferocity alongside the loving family atmosphere of the Agoje Warriors, also alongside the action requirements of the battle scenes. Along with director of photography Polly Morgan, Bythewood stages several thrilling action sequences, as good as anything I've seen in action cinema this year, that show why this army has passed into legend. Underneath everything, the drama scenes, the action, is a fantastic score from composer Terrence Blanchard. What more does he need to do to get more Academy recognition? He's been working for decades. He's only gotten a couple of Academy Award nominations in the last five years, I think. This is the kind of score, however, that the Academy loves. They love to nominate it, and they love to give Oscar for it. It is big, it is bold, but it's also beautiful. And hopefully this is another step towards Terrence Blanchard finally getting the consistent mainstream recognition that he deserves in his field. Generally, I found The Woman King to be an exceptionally well-made, well-acted, and well-staged film. I think that the questions of historical accuracy are important ones, but aesthetically, I think this film is beyond reproach. The screenplay, for me, is the clear weakest link 
of the movie. The character work is well done, but there are several storylines that felt a little soapy to me. There is the storyline I mentioned with Viola Davis. There's a competition between one of the King's wives that doesn't really go anywhere. And then there's a really ill-advised romance. This is a movie I think that you could have focused in even more on the key players and not expanded to some of these side characters. But because of the strength of the cast involved and the direction by Gina Prince-Bythewood, the movie doesn't collapse under this extra weight. I don't know if The Woman King is going to be one of my favorite movies come the end of the year, but I do think it is one of the best made that I've seen so far, and it's a big screen epic that flourishes in the theatrical environment. This is the kind of mid to high budget drama that you don't see so much anymore in Hollywood, but that I think the theatrical market is often desperately in need of. And for all of those reasons, I wouldn't be surprised if you hear The Woman King's name in the awards conversation, both for things in front of and behind the camera in the next few months. The Woman King is actually kind of the unofficial kickoff to the mainstream awards season, and it's something that I'll be covering here on the channel for the next few months. I'll be reviewing the movies. I'll also be looking at the awards shows and the Academy Awards as we get to that time. We're in the last quarter almost of 2022, as hard as it is to believe, already looking at 2023 square in the face. Thank you so much for watching this review of The Woman King. Before we go, I want to thank the sponsor for today's video, Raycon. Summer's almost over, but I'm out a lot doing yard work, and that means I'm listening to music, I'm listening to audiobooks, podcasts, but no matter what I'm listening to, it sounds great because I'm using my Raycon earbuds. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with optimized tips for the perfect in-ear fit that are not only comfortable, but they will not fall out. Trust me, I sweat a lot. Raycons give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life, and you get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. One of the great things that Raycon also has are these customizable listening modes, so if I want to be aware of my surroundings, maybe see if the neighbor wants to say hi while I'm out in the yard, I can put it into awareness mode. If I want to just lock in on mowing the yard or whatever else I'm doing, I can put myself into noise isolation mode. Whichever mode I'm in, though, what I'm listening to sounds crystal clear. You can find out for yourself and go to buyraycon.com today and use the code MERL15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code MERL, M-U-R-R-E-L-L-15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off by raycon.com code merle 15 thank you for watching i'll be back very soon with more movie news reviews box office and more until then stay safe and i'll see you next time bye Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.